two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. How are you, sir? <laughs> I need that drop, 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 drop. Hotep Jesus, you need to admit that. Stop being racist. <laughs> New episodes every Thursday night. Hotep's been told you. Yeah, we good. What's good, people? It's Thursday, Hotep Thursday. I am Uncle Hotep. He is Hotep Jesus. It's the latest podcast in the streets. Hotep's been told you. What's going on, man? How you? How, how you? It's oh, matter of fact. Hold on, let me bring it back. This is episode. Um, 104. 104. So it's been two years. Dose. Dose. Two years of the Hotel's Been Told Your podcast. Um, you know, it's a milestone. So um, we're still going. We're still going strong. I want to thank all y'all that have been along for the ride. Some of y'all have been around along for the ride from the gate. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate the newcomers. Uh, please hit that thumbs up. Please hit that share button. Help us spread the word on our two-year anniversary. What's going on, man? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm just out here doing God's work. You know, fake news. Try to um, lambast our brother Raz Simone out in the chop. Now known the chop. So, um, you know, I reached out to him. Management got back to me. And uh, we scheduled an interview for today at 2 p.m., showed up we spoke and we cleared the air on a lot man you know people try to say he was a warlord they try to say you know he's got felonies he doesn't have any felonies they said he was backed by soros he's backed by his goddamn self um you know just just a lot of you know i think i think one of the things that stood out to me most was when um he said he's cool with the police chief and he said him and the police chief walked into the precinct and uh, the first door, the, the police chief pulls out his key, opens the door, and then there's a second door, I'm guessing. And that door is unlocked. And the police chief said that uh, the the doors are uh, controlled remotely. So you can lock them from, you know, somewhere else. But the door was unlocked. So the police chief gave him that look like, damn, they tried to set y'all up. But Raz being an intelligent guy, he was. They weren't trying to ransack the building. Uh, in fact, he was out there protecting the building, making sure nobody went in or nobody broke in. And they said when they went inside, it was like somebody poured like Diet Coke everywhere, water on the ground, threw papers everywhere to try to make it seem like the place got trash. Okay. So it was, um, you know, I was watching the Waco documentary. I still got to watch the other one. Um, but the one I saw on Netflix, um, you know, it was just like a lot of fake news like they did the Waco. You know, they weren't telling the truth to the public so they can kind of demonize people. And we see that here, too. Um, you know, I just and I just don't want people to like, you know, just because somebody doesn't agree with you doesn't mean that you got to lambast that person. Right. Um, but there was. Um, 
you know, the agent on the right, I ain't gonna say his name. And and uh, he went out there, he flew out there, he embedded himself amongst the protesters undercover, and he tried to come back and create a scandal out of some of the footage he got. Tried to say, oh, they got guns. I'm like, what, y'all not 2A no more? <laughs> you know? So there's a lot of hypocrisy. They tried to say it was Antifa. Raz was like, I just found out who Antifa was last week. You know, oh, he said, really? I don't, yeah, he said, I don't, I don't fuck with no Antifa. I don't get down with that stuff. Um, he said, uh, I asked him, you know, how do you feel about MAGA? Somebody with a MAGA hat came through, you know, how do you feel? He's like, I don't care. I want to talk to anybody. He said, I know if you go in there now, some people might have a problem. But he said, personally, you know, he'll have a talk, talk with, you know, Biden, Bernie, whoever. But he under he, I gotta be honest with you. Raz is hotep. Raz okay. is hotep to the core. Uh, he's he knows the he he knows the deal, and he understands that the president of the United States really means nothing. But he's got cooperation from the police chief and the mayor, um, and uh, some great things. So if you guys haven't saw the interview, it's right here on this channel. Go ahead and check that out. Yeah, go check that out, y'all. Um, Hotep Jesus making moves out here. Um, we the news, you know what I'm saying? We um, the news. Word. <laughs> Uncle Hotep, uh, you trying to go to the chop? The chop? <laughs> I don't know, man. I got, I'm going to the shore this weekend, actually. Take a vacation. Okay. Deploy nice, it. nice. Dope, uh, dope. Yeah, every year we go to uh, to the beach, so... It was kind of, you know, it was kind of up in the air. We was kind of nervous, like, oh, man, are they going to open back up? But now uh, Jersey opened back up. I think some of the, the boardwalk stores are going to be closed, but it's enough like, hey, we, if, if we just going to put our toes in the in, in the sand, that's 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 good enough for us. You know what I'm saying? Um, John Jay, do hotels love the race more so than other racial collectives? I can only speak for myself and answers. God damn it. Yes. I love black people the most and everybody comes second. I think uh, after black people would come um, white people after white people would come Hispanics and then Asians and then the Arab, the Arabs last place, but the Arab in last place for what they did to ancient Egypt. God damn it. And what they doing to black people, they got slaves in Libya right now. But that's my personal take. I can't speak for all hotels, but I think it's unfair. It's wholly unfair to try and do the whole, do you love this person more than that? Love is love. You know what I mean? We love all people. Yeah, John Jay, I think uh, most people love their um, race more than others. You know what I mean? I think that's just a natural uh, thing there. Um but thanks for the donation. Uh, Nick Lupo, happy two-year anniversary. Thank you for the donation. Um, let's get started. Um, they charged the cop that shot Richard Brooks. Um, and they think, talk about giving this joker the chair. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, they really revving it up in, 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 in Atlanta. You know, then... You know, the police were all mad. They walked out last night. There were no cops on the streets in Atlanta. They they was like, we call the sick, the blue flu. <laughs> Called out sick, the blue flu. And no purge happened. Nothing, you know what I mean? Nothing happened, you know. Um, I don't know why they, they, 
you know, they're angry because, you know, they feel that, you know, because everybody was, you know, you know, conservative Twitter. They brought up uh, Brooks's record and stuff like that, which it was pretty extensive. Um, he had some cr- crazy stuff on there. But, like, they're using that to justify, you know, the the cops' reaction to that. You know, I, I think it, I, I'm seeing a pretty line in the stand with, it, like, you know, the ABL types, Cernovich types, you know, that was that was a good shot. You know what I mean? The cops did nothing wrong. I, like, I don't know about that. But, um, you know, you, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Could this, is, will Keisha Bottoms get ahead of this? You know, she's the mayor, uh, black woman of Atlanta, you know, and she, the police work for her directly. You know, so can she, she, she's telling them to honor their commitment to the community. What's Keisha Bottoms going to do, Hotep Jesus? Keisha is in the corner. She is in a corner. Now, I got people in Atlanta that know Keisha. My good, boozy black folks down in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going to say something sexist. Everybody get warned. This ain't a job for a woman. <laughs> this ain't a job for a woman. This ain't a job for a woman. I think it's time for her to step down and let a man step up and and handle this because she's handled this poorly from the very beginning. She's handled the riots poorly from the very beginning and all the protests she handled poorly from the very beginning. Um, you know, we had Angela Stanton, uh, Martin Luther King's goddaughter, uh, down there on the ground more than, you know, Rep. Lewis and whoever else is down there. Um, but I think Keisha's just done a poor job managing this. If she would have followed Hotel Jesus's four plan, four step plan to uh, Black liberation, she wouldn't have had this problem to begin with. There wouldn't have been no Wendy's burning down, and there wouldn't have been no uh, Rayshard Brooks murder. All this stuff would have been circumvented because my plan would have brought the community together. But um. She's got an impossible position. That's why I said now it's time for her to step down and give the, the position to a man because she's got her back against the wall, and I don't know how she's going to get out of this one. You got the you got the niggas mad at you, and you got the, the boys in blue mad at you, and you can't handle neither one of them. So I don't know what she's going to do. You know, um, I, 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 you know, if I was in, in her shoes, um, I would have pulled the meeting immediately, right? I would have pulled the meeting immediately with the police force. Now, remember the other lady was, uh, I think the police chief was another woman. She didn't step down. Yeah. <laughs> Karen. Oh, uh, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smart move, Karen. <laughs> Again, this is a job for a man. Um, I would have immediately, as soon as as soon as this thing came down, I would have pulled the meeting uh, with the DA, I would have pulled a meeting with uh, my entire police force um, because uh, morale, even Raz said he predicted that this would happen. Uh, your police morale would go down. Uh, and the problem is you got your, your your DA coming out contradicting himself. Last week he said a taser is not lethal. Now he's saying a taser could be potentially lethal. You know, so and then you, you got people talking to the press, right? Yeah. I would have told the press, kiss my ass. That would have been the first thing I would have said. And if I was Keisha Bottoms, I'd say, don't nobody talk to the press. We ain't talking to the press. 
if you're going to have somebody talk to the press, you would need a professional. You need a press secretary like Trump got. Trump's new press secretary is a beast now. Yeah, she is. She oh, she's a monster. I would have got somebody like that to come out and deal with the media, but I wouldn't have had my DA come out and speak to the media because who he's speaking to was one community. And I think um, when you're dealing with uh, police force and black people, you got to speak to both of those people because they both had legitimate, legitimate gripes. And then, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think the chair is a bit harsh, right? I think, I think a lifetime sentence is a bit harsh. Now I'm going to give these guys a benefit of doubt and say that this murder was not racially motivated. May have been, I don't know, but there's no proof of that. So I'm going to give them a benefit of doubt and say it's not racially motivated, but they handled the stop poorly. They were three dummies in that stop. Rayshard and the two cops. All three of them was all <laughs> dumbasses. Rayshard didn't know what a sobriety test was. We were dealing with a very low intelligence individual, and the cops are low intelligence individuals. So when you add up the three stooges, you get people poking each other in the eyeballs, and just bad shit happens. And that's what we saw out there. Three stooges. What'd you, what'd you think about the stop and everything and how they handled that? You know, they was going fine until, you know, he said, oh, I'm going to put you under arrest. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Like, it was having a nice conversation. Like, tell him, pull the car over there. Give me your keys. You can get your keys tomorrow at the police station. And that's it. That's how they should have handled it. Right. You know, especially right after all this other stuff has happened. You got to, like, you got to <laughs> think smarter than that. Like, come on. Like, you know, they escalated and, you know. Um, a lot of people, like I said, um, I think I was Cerner was bringing up his his past and stuff like that. Now, you, the policeman has to have that in the back of his head, you know what I'm saying? But they can't escalate it off that, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're the ones that escalated off that. Um, so maybe that's why he ran and stuff like that. But Yeah, he was on parole, they said. Yeah, so you know he ain't trying. But to they didn't know that the cops didn't know he was on parole. Okay, yeah. Well, if, if they didn't, then you know they did. That was even worse. They handled it even worse. You know what I'm saying? Um, but parole <laughs> isn't the same thing as warrant, right? Like, right. They run your plates. They're not going to be able to see this person's on parole. They can see the status of your driver's license, and um, if you have a warrant or not. That's really what they're checking for. But your parole record and all that's not popping up on the police uh, little laptop there. But still, that's not, you know, just because somebody's on parole doesn't mean that they need to be arrested or anything like that. They're on parole because they followed this particular guidelines during their incarceration. But his charges are really old, right? Like his charges are six years old. I think the last one was like 2014. Um, so I, I look at those things as irrelevant. One of them was domestic abuse. The other one was uh, child abuse. And um, I, I don't want to pass judgment on anybody based upon those charges because we haven't looked at each of those cases. You know, a lot of times, you know, right. what if you, you know, get your kids a spanking and then, you know, like you don't have access to an attorney. We saw this guy could barely even manage this police stop with the sobriety test. He didn't have the IQ. So, you know, he didn't have the know abouts of how to maneuver himself in the courtroom. So, you know, if, you know, there was a little spout in a home, he ain't winning that case. And he don't got the right. money to, to get an attorney. So it's like, I don't know the particulars of those previous cases. 
So I don't know if this is a man that's just been incarcerated because he just don't know how to work the court system or was he really a bad guy? The guy I saw, I didn't see a bad guy in that moment. I don't know what he's like outside of that moment. But in that moment, I saw a guy that was complying with officers, you know, um, very uneducated on how to handle himself. Like he should have just said no to the sobriety. He'd be like, nah, I, no, thank you. All right? right. They probably would have still arrested him. Um, but I would have said no. Um, but again, that's lack of education. But I, I you know, I, I, I put myself in people's shoes and I put myself in those cop shoes and I handle it just like you say, you know, like, look, you drunk, bro. Give me the keys, you know, come pick them up tomorrow. Where you going? You need a ride? We're going to call you an Uber or, you know, hop in the back of the car. We're going to. Here's the, here's one thing I didn't like about the arrest, right? It was like, okay, we're going to arrest you, and he's going to grab him at the same time, right? So the guy panicked. Me, I would have had, you know, more relaxed body posture and say, yo, bro, you know, we got to arrest you. We got to take you down a precinct and process you. And I would have had the conversation with him about what's going to happen as we get to the precinct, why and I'm arresting them. Before I put my hands on this individual, if I had to arrest him, I don't know Georgia law. Maybe they had to arrest him. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure I could have got that guy to volunteer to be arrested. Right. And, and I think that's, again, this is a problem when we're hiring low intelligence cops, low, you know, cops don't know anything about persuasion, things of that nature. Um, and that's a problem with the cop training. Yeah, definitely. That's they could have de-escalated that and like walk him down. Like, hey, man, you got anybody we can call? We got to take you downtown. It's you know, do it, do it that way instead right. of you know putting your hands on him. Like, oh, come on, man. you know, what I mean, you're almost like forcing that reaction, you know. But I, not to say that Rashard didn't act like a dumbass because he did. He did. You know, what I'm saying um, sometimes you got to take that L. You know, maybe he's worried about that back parole, or whatever, whatever that was. But right. sometimes you got to take that L. My thing is this, and we have to look at this is why I say I don't blame the cops so much, but I think we have to look at the legislation policies or whatever. When you're dealing with somebody, he blew a 108, right? He blew a 108. I'm not no specialist on how these tests go, these sobriety tests go, but uh, when I looked it up, that means drunk as a skunk, right? Um, So he was lying about how many drinks he had and all of that. But I think that you can't handle somebody under the influence the same as somebody who's sober because they're not in their right mind. Blowing a 108 means this person is definitely not making coherent decisions. Right. Now, they ask him certain questions. This dude didn't even know where he was at. You know what I mean? So I'm like, the rules have to change when you're dealing with somebody who's under the influence. You know, I, I wouldn't even have had dudes standing. I would have said, yo, have a seat on the curb. If you have somebody now, peep this. If you had him sitting on the curb, it's much easier to arrest him. Right. Because him standing up and having to arrest him. Guess what? Now he's already on his feet. So it's easier for him to wrestle you. Right. Right. So if if I was going to arrest him, I would have said, all right, sir, come over here. Have a seat on the curb. And then I would have said, all right, we got to arrest you. And now he has to make the reaction to get up. And I could just push him back down like, now nah, where you going, nigga? Have a seat, nigga. Because he's drunk. I would have just kept pushing him on the ground like, stop it. We got to arrest you, bro. Stop it. 
But again, like they said on Joe Rogan, I forget who the guest was, but these tra- cops need like, you know, some jujitsu training. It was two of them. Two of them, you couldn't take that brother down? A drunk man? <laughs> Punk ass cops. And then you had to shoot him? So I feel like just because the way they handled that stop um, and, and it was just really stupid the way they handled that stop, they do need to do some time. You know, I ain't going to say a whole lot. I don't want them to get, you know, beat up in jail because I know it's dangerous for cops in jail. But I think they need to sit down and think about what they did. Yeah, definitely. They, they, they definitely I've always been an advocate. They need some martial arts training like the whole way through. You know what I'm saying? Or or make that a requirement before you enter. So, you know, the kids that want to be cops, they start early. You know, what I mean, so they can have, you know, some belts under their um, under themselves. Um, Super Chat, John Jay, Unc. Most white people have a tough time answering that question. <laughs> uh, Steve P, uh, thanks for donation. Love the Thaddeus Russell interview. Thank you. Matthew Erickson, Hotep, almost finished my second time through the Thad Russell inter- convo. Learn more U.S. history in there than my entire K-12. through Whole world needs to hear it. Yeah, yeah, great interview. Top two. Uh, Ebenezer, thanks for a donation. What do you guys think about the current situation with Ethiopia and Egypt regarding the filling, filling of Ethiopia's dam? I don't know. I ain't hear nothing about that, man. I don't try to, you know, I try not to get in Arab people business. <laughs> Which one is filling the dam up? Because they said, fuck you. Fuck your water. We're rebuilding this dam. <laughs> That's what I was like. God damn. It's got to be Egypt. <laughs> I'm gonna just go on a whim and say it's Egypt. Uh, Big Poppy four two six. Thanks for a donation. Cheers to two years of hotel's been told you. D Mazayaya. I, I know I'm missing Maza. Whatever. I'm sorry. I'm messing <laughs> your name up. Thanks for a donation. Kamar. Thanks for a donation. John J. Hotel Jesus. I saw you block somebody on Twitter for asking if you support exclusively black territories or states. You said he should watch the show to find out. I watch and I never hear your take. Uh, I blocked him because he was all right. I know I know when the grapers come in my mentions and grapers aren't allowed in my mentions unless they're going to act like civilized adults. <laughs> These guys are still trying to get that ethno state, man. <laughs> like, what did he like? What dream world do they live in? You know, like. <laughs> Don't know. I swear to God, man. Yo, they're y'all not getting an ethno statement. <laughs> Take you your ass to Europe. <laughs> Unless you want to move to a particular country that's hot. No, you're not gonna get one. Forget it. Even if you move to Wyoming, Kanye's there. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Like, what is it? How many people are in all right? Y'all can't even get a homestead. Why don't y'all go get a ranch and get your Waco shit on? You know what I mean? And and go live. It, it, it start your own town. Can y'all start with a town? Y'all can't even organize your own town. And, and y'all a bunch of punks because you can't even show your identity online. See, they, the the white folks back in the 80s kind of did that. And Clinton put a, put the, put that thing on the ass. And so they kind of scared of doing it again, I think. You know what I mean? But I think they could pull it off now, but then, then nobody want to do it because, you know, they want to be live near the city and stuff like that. But you, there's nothing to stop y'all from making, you know, Ruby Ridges and, and stuff like that. Because y'all did it before. Yeah, they just want to sit online and smack their meat. 
Yardley Moyes, I'm against racism and police brutality, but I can't defend stupid. Uh, Mary O'Donnell, uh, thanks for a donation. Uh, 40 minute arrest. They could have had a burger and coffee and called his family to pick him up. Question him that he knew he was drinking. Why did he leave? Why did they even let him pull into the parking space? He could have took off. Wow, good point. Where he could have pulled off. Uh, Chad Lemoyne, what's up, Chad? Uh, thanks for a donation. Probably funded the police. <laughs> Aztec Mecca. Thanks for a donation. Peace and love to the Hoteps. More than now, more now than ever, we need the Hoteps. We here for you. Um, Trump dropped an executive order on police, right? No more chokeholds, <laughs> unless you're getting your, unless you're definitely, uh, you know, uh, gotta save your life. I guess. Man, that executive order was lip service, man. <laughs> that was, you know, that, you know. It was one of those situations where Trump is damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know what I mean? So I don't blame Trump, but the executive order was like, no more chokeholds unless, nigga. <laughs> you know, it was a lot of exceptions in that executive order. I read through it, and I just, I feel like I should probably pull it up now so I can tell you exactly where the loopholes are in the, in the, um, uh, um legal language uh where is it um i'm gonna find it go ahead but um you know i'm all right with you know like like i used to be when i used to when i got out of air force i was in the reserve unit right and all the reserve they were all cops man like 90 percent of the people were cops i wasn't you know this is before i got the the prison job but i remember this baltimore cop telling me man he said they, they told them, man, if you're losing a fight, man, pull that thing out and shoot them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's that. You know what I'm saying? So legalizing, saying you can't have a chokehold or anything like that. You know, I mean, if you're getting your ass whooped, just like in training day, when uh when Hoyt had he was fighting those two bums and he put the chokehold on him. Denzel, I mean, uh, Alonzo was like, I see you did that illegal mo illegal move, illegal chokehold. I was getting my ass kicked. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know what I'm so when it, somebody's fighting for life, but see, you know, people were saying all oh, the cops are going to say that at any time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like that might be true. They might say it more than often, but if they're getting, if you're getting in a fist fight with somebody and you're getting your ass kicked, <laughs> they're going to pull out all the stops, man. And anybody would, cause you ain't trying to die. You know, <laughs> that's combat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm gonna choke your ass to fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I was, I'm not even gonna talk about that. But um, it says here, Article Two, the state and local law enforcement agencies' use of force policies prohibit use of chokeholds, a physical maneuver that restricts. So this is where you get funny, right here, right? The use of chokeholds, a physical maneuver that restricts an individual's ability to breathe for the purposes of incapacitation, right? So you have to be very careful when you read legal jargon because they're very specific, right? So it doesn't say you can't use chokeholds. It just says you can't use chokeholds for the purpose of incapacitation. So that's a loophole. So when a, a police officer goes to court and he puts a chokehold on, he says, well, I wasn't doing it because of incapacitation. 
Right. So then the, the next part it says, except in those situations where the use of deadly force is allowed by law. So there's a th- just right here in Article Two, there are loopholes, you know. And I'm not going to go into the whole thing. I just want to show you how easy it is to dissect this legal language to show you how easily it is that this re- executive order literally means nothing. Um, also, what's not in this executive order? There's no penalties, right? There's no penalties levy or what they say, you know, or else, you know what I mean? Where's the or else in here, right? And if you do, your ass going to jail, or you get ten lashings, or we, uh, you know, we 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 uh, we 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 tie you up to the pillory, right? <laughs> hey, you like this for ten hours, right? There's there's no there's no uh, penalties in here whatsoever. So, you know, it's just lip service. You know, Trump did what he had to do. But the people that wrote this definitely uh, were very specific and gave loopholes to the law enforcement officers. I w- loophole or not, I will say this. I never seen. Well, since September 11th, you know, after that, you know, everybody, all the cops were held, you know, cops and firefighters, they're, they're heroes and stuff like that. I never seen them get so much bad press lately. Like, mother, people are on the cops' ass now. Like, and I'm like, God damn, it took y'all this long to be on their ass. I'm like, these are just normal people, you know what I'm saying? And um, that's it's quite it's quite amazing to see the shift that, you know, because it was all before, you know, all these cop shows. Now they want to take every cop show off the TV. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. They want to get, get rid of Paw Patrol. You know, people is <laughs> like, like taking a stand more against you know, police, they're not as, it, it, their image is a little bit tarnished now. And, you you know, and the morale is like, like you said, it's going to start going. Now, are people going to want to start being police? Do you want to put up with this shit? You know what I'm saying? This is a long, you got to gotta understand, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. I, I, I damn sure wouldn't want to be a cop right now. You know, um, it's a very bad time to sign up to be a cop. The conspiracy conspiracy theorists are saying that uh, the media are on the side of the people to um, get rid of the cops because then that makes room to bring in the military to police, and that increases the police state. Or uh, they bring in a different type of police, which is you know more more deadly than the last one. For example, when we look at Camden, right? Um, Camden uh, disbanded their police force, but they doubled the, the police presence. Uh, violence is still in the top 10 in the nation, but they got county sheriffs now in the area. So you du- you got rid of your police, but now you got county sheriffs. Now, if you know anything about the county sheriffs in New Jersey, <laughs> them motherfuckers, motherfuckers is Nazis. I'm telling you right now, I saw New Jersey issued a um you know a statement last year and said oh yeah we have to do something about white supremacy i'm like so you going to check your cops cuz that's where they at <laughs> the, the, you know the the county sheriffs and all of that um the state police and i know this because i know state police i know black state police officers and they didn't whisper me in the breath like look bro you running on state police just make sure you do the right thing cuz them niggas hate niggas so, um, you know, people want to talk about the deep south and shit. New Jersey's the deep south. <laughs> Shoot. 
You get pulled over by a police officer in New Jersey. Hello, hello, officer. You better put your Carlton voice on. <laughs> you better. It's not unusual to be loved by you. You know what I mean? You better be ready. Yeah, that's the shout out my boy Fred London out there, man. I see my boy Fred London for a long time. Uh um long time buddy of mine. Shout out to Fred. Um hold on, let me um but you're right about the cops out here, man, up in the northeast, man. Like you get stuck out here you want, man. <laughs> They'll play you just like them down south caps, man. They'll play you in a minute. Um let me read these super chats. Um John Jay, I agree the idea of an ethno state in America seems ridiculous at the moment. But what about a few blocks in Atlanta for y'all, a few counties in Mississippi? Nigga, we already got Atlanta. I know. Like, what are these guys talking about? Like, John Jay, people self-segregate. They always do. You know what I'm saying? If you go to school, remember the school? Whites was with whites. Blacks was with blacks. You know, Spanish was Spanish. Asian was with Asian. Now, you have a few people that would intermix with, with each other, but that's not a lot of people. And that's the same thing there. That's why I'm like, you're crying about ethnostate. You don't, li- you don't live five. Yo, the closest Negro to y'all live 20 miles down the road, and y'all crying about an ethnostate. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with these people, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My daughter was telling me, I asked my daughter, because, you know, I wanted to make sure she was sitting, uh, she wasn't sitting with the ADOS at school. So uh, I said, who are you sitting with in the cafeteria? And I asked her and she was like, well, you know, the white kids sit over here and the Indian kids sit over here and the Asian kids sit over here. And so I said, well, you sit. She said, I sit at the black table. So you're right. People tend to just self-segregate. Uh, Michelle, I was, I was hoping my daughter would have told me she was sitting at the white table, but. <laughs> <laughs> still... Michelle Dumont, congratulations on two years. Love your shows. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, thank you. Jazir, love from Nigeria. Keep winning, uncles. Shout out to the motherland. Word. Um, hold on. Chad. Chad, wasn't New Jersey the first state with arrest black men with gun laws? Wow, probably. I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that. Shit, um, hey, New Jersey, they just arrest you for being black. <laughs> Luger Storm, New Jersey is Alabama North, last northern state to abolish slavery. Oh, damn. Was it? Came with the facts. <laughs> facts. Woo. Uh, Chris Jones, I'm in Pennsylvania. Um, Michael Show, why shut up and code and te- how teach sa- tech savvy do you have to be? Why shut up and code and how tech savvy do you have to be? Shut up and code is a euphemism for just shut up and get the work done, right? It's a lot of people out here just talking, 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 and they ain't doing the work. They're just paying lip service, you know? Oh, my God, it's so bad for the black community. So shut up. What are you going to do about it? You know, a lot of people just want to get on TV and talk. Um, but code and, you know, it's just the fact that, you know, we, you know, I'm a, te- a three-time tech startup founder, got a fourth one launching soon and a fifth one coming after that. And maybe a sixth. I'm speaking to a new AI company coming this week. Um, but yeah, you know, tech, so I say this technology is human evolution. Human evolution owes everything to technology. It's, uh, like the black girl was schooling people in the, in the chop 
she was like, yo, the only reason why the, 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 the North beat the South is because the South was running around on horses while the North had the Industrial Revolution. So whoever has the tech is going to win. So it's like if you don't if the black community don't got no tech, we ain't going to win. So I'm highly focused on tech because if you ain't paying attention to Silicon Valley, they got the contact tracing and all this other Orwellian things. So I want to be on top of the tech so I know how to dismantle it and uh, put it together. So it's about it's about owning the future. Uh, John Jay, African-Americans don't own the corner stores or the gas stations in Atlanta. We don't got no freedom of association. Y'all tripping. Uh, that's not true. Maybe but, not the gas stations. <laughs> but the people that own the, the gas stations or corner stores, they don't live in the same neighborhoods. That, you know what I'm saying? They, they right. drive in, go to their store and drive back home. And they're not even white. <laughs> you got to understand the Arabs came over. They got all the gas stations. You know, so it ain't white or black. You you might, John J. You need to talk to your alt right white nationalist buddy and see how y'all can get you some gas stations, cause cause they done come over here and took the white man's country. Y'all got nothing. Y'all about to be the new niggas. You better be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, white man is public enemy number one. <laughs> you better stop worrying about black people. Worry about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true, man. Like. You know, Scott Greer, he was like somebody, you know, he made a, a video about, I think it was some white pope or something that was washing black people's feet. I don't know what's up with y'all with touching black people's feet nowadays, man. Like, I don't know what's up with that. And I was like, y'all been washing the redacted's feet for fucking I guess black people say, fuck, we gonna get in line too, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if y'all watch your feet at the protest, I'm a protester. You know what I'm saying? I, I, shit, I put my Black Lives Matter shirt on too. I don't give a goddamn. Watch these feet. <laughs> <laughs> Two year anniversary, episode 104, 314 watching. Please hit that thumbs up. Please hit that share button. Um. Oh, yeah. Two black folks lost their jobs, is losing their jobs, man. And it's because of the woke, the woke culture. Well, not two black folks, two black, um, I don't know, part of the culture. Yeah. Aunt Jemima and Uncle <laughs> Ben. <laughs> they get rid of Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben, man. What's going on, man? Well, Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, I love you, but you got to go. <laughs> You got to go. Aunt Jemima was a mammy, tired of the mammies. Black women are more than mammies. They was queens before they was mammies. You know, and, you know, a brother, uh, Edward, was on my Twitter live stream today, and he was talking about, you know, how, you know, there were black families thriving in America, you know, doing much better than a lot of white folks in America, uh, you know, before 1920, you know, a time when there was allegedly horrible for black folks we were doing real good and the white liberal came along and said nope you niggas is mammies <laughs> you know and uncle ben he was a maitre d at a hotel he was opening the door for the white man how you doing massa i got the door right now for you massa anything else for you massa woman carry your bag for your massa so we're not doing that no more either we not and the other thing about uncle ben is according to our black sources um 
they the white man didn't like calling black people sir or ma'am so they would say aunt or uncle because they didn't like that and it was respect for their age but not respect for their skin color uh-huh. you know what i mean what you about to say no nah, go ahead yeah so so you know uh just like i don't want to see no more slave movies i don't want to see i see will smith talk about he about to do another slave movie i don't know why you know actually i do know why because the money good and you know it's going to be a blockbuster because you know black people love looking at themselves in the goddamn field picking cotton but i don't want to see no more slave movies i don't want to see no more mammy you know i want to see black people as doctors and lawyers and no more struggle movies what happened to the movie uh with them black businessmen they still pigeonhole that didn't they the two bankers no i think they let that they let that go on apple tv i think oh yeah I, 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 silent I, release we ain't heard from it since yeah uh i gotta you gotta download i don't have apple tv um I don't know, man. I don't know if Aunt Jemima was that bad. You know, I never thought about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, it ain't the hill to die on. Right, 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 right. It's not. It's not the hill to die on. But it's, it's not like, a priority. But my my thing is like, it's not a priority, right? But they're taking it as one. You know, my thing is they're acting like. See, we're making changes. See, you, we riot and we got Aunt Jemima changed. See, we burn up some fucking police cars and Uncle Ben is gone. Like, we're starting at the wrong end, man. Like, this is where I'm like, y'all got to be careful, man. The white man is slick. The white man be like, well, we got to do something for these Negroes. You know what? I just had some rice last night, man. Uncle Ben, let's let's upgrade Uncle Ben. Let's let's make him a, a trans man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> be careful what they put in their place. Y'all gotta understand. You gotta be careful what they put in their place. They might slick you with that too. So, and I think this is just giving free advertising to these companies, like like a fake change. They're making fake change. It does it doesn't help anybody. And like I never thought anything about it. Like I never thought about anything about them statues. I never really thought anything about Aunt Jemima. Like somebody who you had a joke. We used to joke about calling somebody Aunt Jemima. But nobody really like was like mad that Aunt Jemima was on a goddamn syrup box. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it was mad. No, I I don't know anybody. And I don't know anybody was Uncle Ben. I never th- I never even thought I was just like he was an old ass, old ass brother, Uncle Ben. You know, that was Uncle Ben. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know anything, you know, I didn't know his backstory or anything like that. But um I might I'm just saying, like, hey, we like, it's cool and all. You can update it, you know what I mean? But let's not treat that as progress. And But I think some people already are. It's not progress. You know, and if it is, it's like point zero 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 one progress, right? But after we finish the podcast, I'm going to store, I'm going to get me um some Anjumama syrup. I'm going to get me an Anjumama pancake mix. I'm going to get me a box of Uncle Ben. And I'm going to lock it up in my safe and we're going to keep that. <laughs> I'm gonna sell that on eBay in like ten years. <laughs> you know what I'm we gonna sell it to a museum for you know what I mean. So I'm I'm going now. I'm going to clear the shelves. I'm going to make sure I get you know my souvenir, Uncle Ben. Um, my mama got some old uh, Ebony magazines, so we are gonna hold on to those. I know some Uncle Ben and Auntie Mama ads in there. 
So we're going to hold on to those and we're going to um, figure out what we're going to do with those. So they're going to be relics. I'm going to monetize Uncle Ben. I got to get paid. OTEP got to get paid. Um, but you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, it's like all the problems in the world. And these niggas worry about pancake mix. <laughs> these niggas worry about a box of rice. And you're right. That's what that's what the white liberal going to do. They're going to pan to say, oh, yeah, so no problem. And they're going to replace them with something even worse. Right. Don Lemon or some shit. <laughs> Imagine they put Don Lemon on the fucking yeah. box. <laughs> but, but you know, the, you know, the premise of my take is the fact that Chinese people are very protective of their likeness. Right, right, right. You know, they just there's certain movies that come over there. I should got to get edited before it land in China. And I think black people need to protect our likeness. We we need to be perceived better than thugs and rappers and and booty hoes and thoughts and all of that. We need to protect our likeness. So I would much rather see us clean up hip hop first. Right. Um, that, that's much needed. <laughs> that yeah, like we need to start there. Uh, clean up this OnlyFans uh, debauchery. And, See, well, uh, that, that that I mean, the idea is I wish we could do that, but that means like Lizzo would have to get cleaned up. I mean, we already saw when people tried it, it was like, oh, oh hell no. You know what I'm saying? Like people, geez, this woman just took her thong out and started twerking at the, the, the Laker game. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron over there, she's going to bring, bring her ass out. This, this woman. <laughs> You know, if you want to protect your image, you got to do things like, hey, you can't do that. But nobody wants to do that. So it is and what that, it is. And that's a whole respectability politics thing that yeah. they're worried about, you know, like how are we supposed to act. And, you know, and Thaddeus Russell makes a great argument in his book that um, it's still freedom of expression. And, you know, if these things can't exist and we don't have no rights, which I totally agree. I'm not asking for it to be legislated, though. I'm just asking for people to. Think about the kids. Tighten up. Yeah. Tighten up, man. You know, it's different when, you know, it's different if you're the dominant one in society, right? Then, yeah, you can booty shake and do all the things you want, right? But when you getting your ass whooped and, and the white liberal got his foot up your ass, it's time to tighten up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, John Jay, the new niggas and OG niggas need to unite and take back the gas stations. I agree. I agree. <laughs> This guy, he ain't worth shit. <laughs> Yo, John Jay, come to Hotep Con so I can have the malls jump your ass. <laughs> Space Monkey, thanks for your $20 donation for your, two year, for your two years in that awesome Thad interview. Thank you. Brody McFarlane, thanks for a donation. Boozy Black just got put on to y'all a couple weeks ago. Thanks. Come. Thank. Welcome aboard, Boozy. Welcome. Hold on now. Put your seatbelt on. You in for a ride. <laughs> Brandon Cooser, uh, thanks for donation. Give them enough to make them happy, but not enough to make a different LBJ. Ooh. Brandon Cooser with the quotes. Um, let's get to J. Cole, man. You want are you ready for J. Cole, man? I'm ready. J. Cole comes out, puts out a song. Now, J. Cole is like reached. I don't know, man. It's like, it's always a question between Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole. 
And for a while, J. Cole wasn't really there. But then now I'm like, he's there. He's there now. He's like an official superstar, like in the mold of like how like how DMX, how Hove, Eminem, you know what I'm saying? I seen him live once, man. He was them college white folks love J. Cole, man. He's got a cult following. Yeah, he has a cult. He has a cult following. Now he put out a song, and you know it was um, "Snow the Bluff," and it was like it. He was asking an, um, who ended up being No Name, the rapper, black female rapper, No Name. <laughs> now you know she was. She put out a tweet taking shots at you know people alleged it was Kendrick and J Cole about having woke music and not at, not out in the streets protesting. So J. Cole wrote a response for a song, and I thought it was a beautiful song. You know what I'm saying? I wish he had put the hook in before, you know what I mean, play at the beginning. That hook is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's a, he's an artist that has elevated, you know, the art form. And people are mad at his message. You know, all he was saying is, like, how can you know, the way I took it, he dissed himself. He did. While bringing up no name, saying... You see, you sound like a, a one that has been privileged to be growing in, a, in a, a home with parents that woke and stuff like that. That's big. That's important. But people don't honor. People miss that. That flew over their head. You know, he was giving her compliments, saying mm-hmm. she was smarter than him. Mm-hmm. I come to the timeline. People saying he's being misogynist because all oh, because. Like instead, of, he he was asking no name instead of trashing us. Pick up the phone, call us, and tell us what we need to do. Basically, and people took yep. that as misogyny and patriarchy. Chance the rapper put his fucking clown shoes on and started fucking man. God damn, I never seen a more cucked man in my life. What that fool say? <laughs> listen, you know. let me oh, go ahead and read the room, man. Like, yo, listen, you gotta go and read that bullshit, read the man. Room. Read the first song because they're saying, like, at times like this, how what are y'all like, doing criticizing black women? Like, where do we get to the point where you can't criticize someone? And right. where do we get to a point when him just criticizing one person <clears throat> means he's criticizing all black women? This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life, man. And, and people want to know what's the problem with the African-American, the Akata to shine. It's shit like this. Yeah. You can't have a constructive conversation. You're calling J. Cole a misogynist. Meanwhile, you're bumping 6 9 and Nicki Minaj. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you want to cancel J. Cole. Mm. But you want to listen to 6ix9ine and Nicki Minaj. Mm. One a snitch. One dating a child molester. Mm. Like, what more do you want him to say? This guy brought up his shortcomings. Say, saying y'all think I'm more woke than I really am. Saying that I just got a degree. I'm not that, <laughs> you know, I'm not that, I'm not woke. And he feels like he says he feels like he should be doing more than he he he's doing. He should win a Grammy for that song. Should I agree? He said, 
Niggas be thinking I'm deep, intelligent, fooled by my college degree, but my IQ is average. There's a young lady out there. She way smarter than me. That's the first line. Self-deprecation and then the, the raising up with a queen. You see right. what I'm saying? Now, here's where things go left. He said, just because you woke and I'm not, that shit ain't no reason to talk like you better than me. How you going to lead when you attacking the very same niggas that you really do need? The shit that you saying, instead of conveying you holier, come help us get up to speed. Shit. It's a reason it took like 200 years for our ancestors just to get free. These shackles be locking the mental away more than the physical. I look at freedom like trees can't, can't grow a forest overnight. Hit the ghetto and slowly start planting your seeds. Like, and I think what happened, what's what he's what he's referring to is the gender wars of Twitter and how that, for example, when Toyin was, we found that Toyin was murdered by that, by that man. And when she was found dead, what did black Twitter do? They attacked black men as a whole. Right. We saw that with Black Lives Matter after the deaths of Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin, everybody else. We saw black women attack black men and they've been at it ever since they've been at it for the past five six years and they keep talking down to us and talking down to us and talking down to us and jay colt like yo look we on the same side as y'all like why y'all keep making us the enemy now when i saw the timeline in the uproar i saw t-cat said t-cat said Oh, well, if the Blavity Chicks is upset, then the J. Cole song must have been hot. <laughs> so when right I on that, right on So when I seen that, I went to title and I said, let me go listen to this song. I opened up my title. I played this the record. I said, whoo, song hot. So I played about two, three more times. Make sure he got his streams in, got his little coins and shekels. And um, it really resonated with me. You know, uh, I see that currently the black movement is definitely led by black women. Shouldn't be, but it is. And uh, I thank them for putting their work in and putting, you know, putting their uh, life on the line in many situations where they don't have to be. Uh, but I thank them for their work, uh, although it's misdirected. Um, but we're not the enemy. We on your side, Queen. We on your side. You ain't got to attack us. And they get it. They, you know, the thing is, they are very, you know, white liberal gives them the blue check, the CNN look. They get to, you know, run the whole blog at Huffington Post. So the white liberal treats the black woman like his finest slave, the most privileged slave. Is the black woman, the light skinned black woman, Jamel Hill, uh, Jamila Lemieux, right? So they 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 love to raise up the black woman, but the white liberal will not raise a black man unless he's attacking other black men, or he's in bed with a black man, or a white man, um, or like Raven Simone marrying a white woman. Um, not confirmed. I could be wrong, but that looked like a white woman I saw her with today that she was married to. Was that it a white woman? It was a Karen. Wow! All this Black Lives Matter shit and all these niggas going out dating Caucasians. 
All this Black Lives Matter talk, all this tough talk, all this black, white people is bad. Now, who's the first person they run to? Is the white folks. Now, I wouldn't have a problem y'all dating white folks, but drop that all that black talk. Y'all talking big greasy. But, you know, I'm getting off topic. Um, but yeah, you know, shout out to J. Cole, beautiful song. He, stand, he stood 10 toes down. He gave love to no name. I don't think that was directed at no name. I think he's just surveying. I think he's reading the room and um, wanted, to, wanted to bring it up and give him some constructive criticism. But you know, women, you can't, you, women don't want accountability. You can't hold a woman accountable. It's a sin. A woman can do no wrong. How dare you criticize me? Hold I never man. had a daddy, so my daddy never criticized me. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> my thing is, these people just want fucking credit. Mm. They want to be put in front of the line. They want to be on front of Time TV. You know what I mean? Time Magazine. Yep. They want credit. They want to be, oh, we want to be the leaders. We want, we want credit. They want credit for something that's not even finished yet. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? They want, oh, we're the leaders. We want to be pushed up in the forefront in this racial struggle, this this uh, this injustice. The first battle hasn't been even been fought yet. This is my problem with these shines, man. Like they want, they just want the clout. Want the clout. Clout. What you sing about the, um, what was the Raven, Ray, Raymond, Raven, Raven, Raven Simone? Clout chasing. Now, I, I like my point, my take on that, you know, marrying out and stuff like that. I mean, like marrying out, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to be black. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, it doesn't change me. Right. It change the generations down, but it doesn't change me. Right. But, She's clout chasing. She's you know, clout chasing. I mean, all of them are clout chasing. This is the new thing. This is the new way to get on. This is the new way to get. This is new grifting season. It's the new griff. It's the new griff. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody looked at you know the '60s and everything else. Like I never looked at it like that. You know, I I guess they looked at it like, oh, this is our time. We, we, it's our fight now. You know what I'm saying? Like. I looked at it. I don't like. I don't want nothing to do with that bullshit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, you don't like me. That's fine, man. Bye. You know, I don't want to eat your diner. I don't want to eat your your green green bean casserole. I don't want that. Your unseasoned chicken. You know what I mean? Because to me, they took that. All respect to the ancestors, but um, to me, they went about that the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? They should have been worried about themselves instead of, you know, integrating and then you build yourself up first and then you don't have to worry about nothing else. That's my take on that. But these people, just they just want to get in on the grift and get on the clout, man. I'm like, man. So like all these people that are jumping on J. Cole and I seen a couple, a lot of black men jump on them. I'm like, come on, man. Like if, if any, how we want to jump on J. Cole out of all the people in hip hop? We want to choose him. We need more of him, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, Future, I, Future is the biggest womanizer in the industry. 
<laughs> and he's the black man's God, right? <laughs> they done took Bible quotes and put future lyrics in there and he's their God. Future got 25 baby mamas, <laughs> allegedly not taking care of none of his kids. And that's their God. But J. Cole pop up, now these niggas want lip service to the black woman. Get the fuck out. Yeah, because you know what? J. Cole had the heart to challenge one. See, they don't right. like that. They don't like that at all. You know what I'm saying? This is why. That's another thing I think is a problem in, in the community. You know, uh, we got these button heads. You know, when. You know, they, women are, 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 are slicker. You know, what I mean, I wouldn't say smarter, but slicker, you know, than, than men. Uh, but, you know, but in the black community, they're, 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 a lot of them do have, are a lot smarter. Some are a lot smarter, but when you find them, when you when you have a man of equal intellect, you watch how they react to you. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you challenge their ideas, it it, it gets it can get nasty. Uh -huh. It can get nasty because uh -huh. they don't want to hear that. So because I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm telling you, man, they don't <laughs> they, they don't like that. <laughs> Them um out there um. Dressed up like the Beyonce formation music video. Oh my god, I seen that bullshit. Man. I was so sick. I was like, man, I'm sick of these people, man. <laughs> they had a man, or I, I don't, I don't want to misgender him, but they had uh, an individual uh, playing Beyonce, and then the rest of the girls was like the formation video. And I'm just like, man, y'all didn't turn this whole thing into cosplay. They out there taking pictures they out there doing the choreographed dance oh man they, they out there you just see the girl twerking for the cops in her thong oh, yeah, I seen that, man. <laughs> then came on she got on ig and was trying to explain it and then then was like she just told everybody y'all can't y'all can't orgasm because y'all are cis or something like that. it was some nut ass shit. I'm like, what does that have to do? What does your ability to have multiple orgasms have to do with you twerking out there and pro in front of a cops protesting? Wow, I tweeted like, go go ahead. No, go ahead. I tweeted. I was like, I hope that I would have died laughing. The cops were fucking shot her with a rubber bullet right in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> orgasm that shit you know i think this is why it's so important for us to watch that thaddeus russell interview i had with him uh shout out to thaddeus russell for having me on but you know he talks about the NAAC, NAACP, and he said down in south carolina the blacks down there wanted the government to give them more money for their schools for black schools i'm gonna say that one more time for black schools and the NAACP said all right no doubt you know we're gonna come down we're gonna help y'all they came came down had a meeting and they said look we're gonna help y'all but we only gonna help y'all to integrate. And they said, "Now nah, we don't want to integrate. We want this for black schools." Then NLCP, you know, was started all by Caucasians from the Caucasus Mountains, and it's not a black organization at all. Never been, never will be. They still call us colored National Advancement for the, uh, National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. This is how you know it for all by black people because they called us colored people. Down south, they had signs said "colored" on them. Moral of the story is the white liberal, the black liberal got into cahoots, them socialists, and destroyed the black community with their integration. And that's what we have today. These shines, coons, want us to integrate into a burning house. It's a goddamn shame. Now, if white people want to be with us, 
Come on. If black people, you want to be with white people? Come on. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But when you try to force your way into somebody else's system, you got to expect more racism. And I'd be honest with you, if I was white folks, I'd have hit your ass with a hose too. Get your <laughs> nigga ass away from me. <laughs> People from around the way, new blacks said it's disrespectful for Cole to call no name a queen. They said queen is a code for B I T C H. Yo, I saw a chick say that. She was like, oh, that's code for bitch. Queen is code for bitch. They don't want to be respected, yo. LP. Black Lives Matter is a man-hater club of America destroying the home, isn't isn't it? Yes. Thanks for the donation. Chris Jones, 3366 donation. Thank you. Appreciate it. Your voice is so desperate, desperately needed in these turbulent times. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for both. Thank you both for your service to humanity. That's deep. We serve in humanity, man. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate, appreciate that, Chris that. Jones. Uh, David Canoni, thanks for a $10 donation. Hotep with it. What up, man? Going to have to catch the replay tonight, fellas. Still Hotep and her. Blessing and high favor to all and stay with it. Follow uh, Hotep with it on Twitter. Um, I don't know his ad, but I think that's it's close to the same. Hotep with it. Okay, yeah, it's Hotep with it. Oh, no, on, stay on with Twitter. it. Stay with it. But if you say with it, stay with it. Krista Mana, thanks for a $2 donation. Greatly appreciate it. John J, thanks for the donation. I ain't welcome at HotepCon. Yeah, you can bring your white ass through. It's gonna be a lot of white folks there. I love white folks. You can come. Oh uh, yeah. John J, was the NAACP started by whites or the redacted? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask no questions. You know the answer to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. No, I, I did. I didn't say whites. I said Caucasians, and all of y'all are Caucasians. <laughs> so claim your cousins. Stop that, John Jay. Claim your cousins. <laughs> uh, police is under pressure. McMuffin cop. Was that the, the was that the the, the pog that was, was trying to get McDonald's man and she starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, a little bit of stress, and and these Karens just break down. She said, I, I had to wait too long for my coffee. They came out. They, they they told me to pull up. First of all, when you at a, at a fast food restaurant, um, we understand that fast food restaurants today are like trying to – There's it's higher competition than it used to be, right? Like people are trying to like catch up to McDonald's and other people, and um, they're doing a great job, you know, um, of catching up, um, Chick-fil-A and all of that, you know, great customer service, but they're trying to make the food quote unquote fresh and hot, right? It's none of that stuff where they pre-make it and then they hand it to you. They don't do that as much anymore. So when they tell you to pull up, it's because they got a long line and you got to wait. I've been to Wendy's before where they was like, yo, pull up, you know, I, you know, I want fresh fries. I don't want my fries coming out cold. So she said they came out and they handed her a coffee, but they didn't have her McMuffin. First of all, Karen, you're supposed to eat the McGriddle and not the McMuffin. <laughs> That's first. Second of all, this is why you cops is out of shape. <laughs> I was going to say, get that McDonald's out of here for breakfast. No, come on, man. <laughs> why did you eat McDonald's breakfast? 
Like, that's just horrible to begin with. So you deserve everything you get when you go to a fast food restaurant. I remember, um, I forget who I was with, but they went to a fast food restaurant and they was complaining about, you know, service that I'm like, you went to a fast food restaurant. Everybody in there uh, is a GED uh, graduate diploma. You're not supposed to expect the best of service from a fast food restaurant. You shouldn't expect great food from a restaurant. You should expect your shit to come out fucked up when you go to a fast food restaurant. If I go to a fast food restaurant and they don't fuck up my order, I'm going to be pissed because that means <laughs> something's wrong. Now I'm worried when it should come out perfect. So, so, so I, you know, and then she was just breaking out crying. Oh, my McMuffin. I'm like, yo, nobody want to hear that shit, yo, you know. It was like last week when um I brought that that um I brought Maul on my channel and you know she wanted to talk to me about some things Black Lives Matter her kids was getting bullied online and I you know I totally I have some sympathy for that but she was like you know I don't like this Karen thing you know because it's it could be oppressive and I'm like yo come the fuck on yo y'all soft is cookie dough out here talking about oh you know i don't like the karen term or like that nick point says you know kid i don't like the term karen like i don't like the fact that i feel unsafe around white women that they might be able to you know falsely accuse me of something that happens all the time like we saw with central park karen i don't like that shit. but the name didn't come from nowhere it came because y'all don't know how to act and now you worried about some little thing that's happening on social media, some Karen. I don't like the fact that when I turn on my PlayStation, the white boy gonna call me nigga. You don't see me going crying around about it. No, I mute him and I keep it pushing. If you don't like being called Karen, Twitter has a, a, a filter where you can type in Karen and it'll mute all things at Karen. So like, I don't, you know, y'all soft as shit, man. Y'all soft as baby shit. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a certain section of Karens that are upset about that. Some have, like, accepted it, like, oh, it's our it's our tone to be joked on. But, you know, some of them are like, you know, especially privileged ones that haven't been told anything bad about their lives. They're like, what the hell is going on? They're making fun of us. Ah! Like, <laughs> fucking, you're being a Karen about being a Karen. Sometimes the joke is on you. Like, every time, like, listen. Everybody has their day, you know. I mean, that's gonna it's gonna come to you, especially on Twitter. I remember uh, Jamel Lemieux put me in the fucking grinder. Two, three days, motherfuckers was coming at me, come just coming at my head, left and right. You remember the, you remember that shit? I I was like, yeah, I, you got tweet through it. You got to push through it. It's gonna be it's gonna be over. You know what I mean? The the meme, the Karen meme is eventually gonna run its course. They right. might even like like uh, remix it and say. Susan or Becky or something like that. they might go back to Becky, you know what I'm saying? But right, for Karen, it's Karen's turn right now. So you know it's not going to last forever. You just got to weather the storm. You'll be a better person for it. I be believe you me. Don't cry yeah. about it. Don't even like react to it. Start calling other women Karen and just keep it moving because everybody everybody gets a day on the internet, man. That that's, that you want to get they go put you to the grinder. Yeah, it's like Boomer. Like Boomer went up and it came down and like it's not a thing that much anymore, right? Like yeah. things going to have a, a cycle, man. So chill out, man, and weather the storm. And the more you you fight it, the longer it's going to last, believe me. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Um hold on, let me uh, I think uh there's a super chat. Uh Aztec Mecca. 
Oh, Aztec Mecca, Hotep Khan, we need some feet washing. <laughs> John Jay, you on feet washing duty. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ms. Uh, Matthew Erickson, I think Miss McMuffin was scared of getting poisoned. Oh, yeah, that, that was the thing. But th that was another point that the morale is getting low in, in police force across the country. You know, if you're afraid of getting poisoned, fucking make some fucking your breakfast at home. What the fuck? You know what I mean? You're going to eat some fucking McDonald's food. And I don't think it was that, right? Like, I thought about that. I know that there's some poisoning thing going on. But in this case, I don't think it's that. I think she woke up with hunger pains. And she didn't know how to deal with them hunger pains. Because if you were so worried about poison, you wouldn't have took the coffee. Right. She took the coffee. She was mad because it took too long. And so she didn't express anything in her video about poison. She didn't say anything about that. I don't think it was that. I think she was just hungry. Yeah. Um, Matthew Erickson, Karen's not liking Karen equals a hit dog hollering. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, this heavily feared Supreme Court ruled in favor of um, the LGBT. Um, you know, people were really worried about the Supreme Court. No, we got to get Trump out of here because we need Supreme Court justices. You know, uh, it was the ruling about whether you could fire somebody um, do sexual uh, preferences and stuff like that. Um, they ruled against it. You know, I think uh, Clarence and them and Kavanaugh, they were like, you know, they, they go on a principle like you should be able to hire and fire whoever you want. Uh, but, you know, they voted against that. Um, so it was a win for, you know, in Pride Month, it was a win for the, uh, the community. What do you what do you say about this? hotel? I believe that you should be allowed to discriminate who you want to hire um, and fire however you see fit. Because it's your business that's going to suffer when you don't don't have, quote unquote, diversity. You won't have what gay people bring to the table. Now, I had a blog and let me tell you, I had at least. Vani, Kashari, my nephew, and then um, uh, he called a, a black dude called himself Britney Spears. That was on my team. Right. To show you how flamboyant my team was. And let me tell you, I will hire a gay man in a minute. I will hire a woman in a minute. I think that all of these different peoples actually have proclivities for certain things, for th certain skill sets, for certain eyes for things. You know, I know black women are great at, you know, women, period, are great at just organizing. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, gays. Um, tend to have a proclivity to be very creative and, and want to deal in the arts and want to deal in fashion and things like that and um, deal with more of the emotional side of things. So I think, you know, everybody's energy is needed. So if your business doesn't want to operate with everybody, your business is going to suffer. So I don't think like this stuff should be legislated. Just let the business just fucking go out of business. I mean, think about how many people that run businesses and everybody in the business is, is hired based upon family. Right. <laughs> the whole the whole C level. We'll be family. And it's just like, all right, we'll hire you. And then it's like you have diversity and it's like you have diversity in the garbage room. Right. <laughs> so when you try to legislate these things, you're not actually creating diversity. You'll actually open up with they'll like I know this one kid. I'm not going to name the company, but he was a diversity hire and he and they created a position for him. It's a black kid. And he's literally uh, 
I think it was like, like diversity director or some shit like that. So it doesn't mean that you'll actually be included in the company. They'll give you some role. And it's like it's like handing a little kid the PlayStation controller when it's not plugged in. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? The kid think he's playing, but he ain't doing nothing. And that's right. what this stuff is. Um but if they want to legislate and they want to give gays rights, you know, sure, knock your fucking self out. I don't give a goddamn. Um, but again, uh, black people got pushed to the back of the bus. Back of the bus, niggas. Back of the bus. Again, LGBT community wins and we lose. Black men lose. Jig sky high. Um, uh, I don't know how to say this. Uh, Alawatan, how you say her name? Toyin. I, I don't know how to say it, man. Just Toyin is what we rocking with. Okay, Toyin, um, black my Black Lives Matter activist found dead uh, one week after she went missing in Florida. Um, you know, uh, it's another uh, first of all, rest in peace. Um, now. She was found dead in a double homicide? Yeah, something like that, man. Real sad case. Um, got in a car with a stranger. She um, tweeted out play-by-play play what happened. And then, uh, I don't know, some days later, one day later, whatever it was, ended up missing. And then some days later, they found her, found her body. Um, but according to her account, she was raped a few times over the course of her lifetime because it's just scumbag fools out here. And this is my thing. This is my thing when black women attack black men. Like, so that's what started the gender war this week, right? Toyin's death started the gender war on black Twitter. And they're like, oh, black men, you don't protect black women. Well, when you put yourself on the front lines, you open yourself up to danger. And when you take us and you shove us to the back and you take the effeminate male and bring him to the forefront, where are your LGBT male allies to protect you? You want to blame us for the problems. We do a very good job of protecting our women. I, you know, they were showing videos of black women getting attacked, but they aren't showing the videos where black men are whooping other males asses for putting their hands on a woman because there's often retribution it's also often reciprocity um but i think we have to do a better job of um not attacking each other and and allowing black men to be included so we can protect you um we need to have security detail that's why i think the nation of islam is so important you know y'all want to talk all this stuff about the nation of islam before y'all go protest why don't y'all call Farrakhan? Be like, yo, Farrakhan, can you bring the FOI out? Bring the fruit of Islam out, the military arm of the nation, nation of Islam. Tell the fruit of Islam come out. Call your Hebrew Israelite brother. Say, yo, we need security detail. Call Jay Electronica. Yo, we need security detail. But they don't want to work with hoteps. <laughs> then they want to claim that nobody's protecting them. When the hoteps have created standing armies, we have standing armies ready to go just for this exact purpose. And I just think it's sad that Toyin had to go. And I think it's sad that there was nobody there to protect her. Um, and we need to, I do think we need to do a better job protecting black women, but I don't think that's the problem. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, you know, this caused quite a bit of stir on the timeline because everybody was going like, oh, y'all don't protect black women or whatever. Um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of replies were like, well, y'all need to arm yourselves. Y'all need to uh, um, be ready. Go, go get gun training. You know, and a lot of people are like, no, no, no. I'm like, but no, that's, that's like when I have two daughters, man, I'm going to tell them like, yo, you got to protect yourself at all times. Like, that's, that's no joke. That's that Floyd Mayweather Protect yourself at all times. You know, that means, you know, I already got one. I had I took her in jujitsu and now she's in karate. And the youngest one, she's gonna do martial art as soon as she's ready or boxing. You know, I'm getting her she likes to punch. So I, I might put her in, in, in a box, straight boxing joint. But mm. you know, um, this is me trying to help them out so when they get older, they might and if they get into something. They might have a little background they might be able to get out of. You know, I'm just trying to do my part. And I'm going to tell you, know, because I, I can't be there. We Men can't be there at all times. Right. You know what I'm saying? We can't be there at all times. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, hopefully they know enough martial. And I'm going to tell them, that, hey, if you want to go, if you want to shoot, go ahead and shoot. I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm not the one to carry it all the time. But they're like, hey, you better learn how to fire one. You better have one. You know what I'm saying? If you want to carry it all, you know, you live in Pennsylvania, you can carry it. If you want to live, if you want to do that, do that. But we just learn how to shoot, know how to shoot, know how to work a weapon. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I was fortunate. I went in the Air Force and learned a lot of that stuff. But um, it's more, it's simple. It's, it's it's deeper than just like all these men are protecting us. You got, mm-hmm. this is the world is an evil place. Mm-hmm. And you have to prepare yourself a little bit too. You know, um, and and this it's not all the like we can't be there everywhere at the, all at the same time. It's imp- it's impossible. There's bad people out there, very bad people out there, and you never know what's gonna happen. And that's why I like uh, some things that they do in the Arab world, right? So in the Arab world, woman, you can't walk on the street by yourself. You have to be accompanied by a man for that exact reason. Right. Yeah, for that exact reason. So when y'all want to say, oh, I'm independent, I don't need no man. And then on the other side, you want to say you don't protect us. Which one is it? Are you independent or are you codependent? It's contradictory in their ideology. <laughs> Damn sure is. Somebody pointed that shit out. I was crying up. I was cracking up laughing. Uh, but rest of these uh, toying and uh, um, I don't know. Hope, hope Um. John Jay, uh, careful. The malls at HotepCon finna call y'all queens Shaniquas. The Karen's pissed. <laughs> John Jay, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't even do that with black women because their names are so different. <laughs> I mean, the, I mean the ADOS. You know, they 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 just come up with names out of thin air, man. So you can't really nail down one like Karen or. Yeah, and I like it though, you know. You know, fuck them slave names. You know, everybody wants that. Oh, you should be named Bill, and then you should be Sally, and you should be Jessica. Nah, nigga, Raquanisha, motherfucker. That way you know it's black. But, you know, don't put that on your job application. <laughs> Sky Mace. <laughs> the hell out of this bullshit. <laughs> you better put Karen on your application of Rebecca. Wait, who was the uh there was one guy named the coldest with it or something? The coldest 
Oh, I forget this guy, but he actually, I think he made, he made the college playing football, but his mom name looked the coldest with it. Really? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. You're going to have to be in sports with that name. (laughs) You're either going to rap or play basketball or football. 334 in the room. Please hit that thumbs up. Please hit that share button. Um, Two year anniversary. Hotel's been told you episode 104. Um, CNN, listen, CNN's, uh, what's this, Soledad O'Brien? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess she don't work to work for them no more. She started snitching. <laughs> she tried to bring Roland Martin on, and then CNN told her, oh, he's not the right type of black. We, we, you, he's not the right type of black person to bring on. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't think I'm like why like Roland Martin the one that was buck dancing with Hillary Clinton he was doing this step and fetch he was getting his his dance on but then I think about it. then I, then I think about the stuff that Roland Martin said he's Afro pretty Afrocentric you know what I'm saying he put the garb on in a minute you know what I mean he's <clears throat> like he'll tr- he'll try to play you know the official you know what I mean you know high end Negro but you know he's pretty uh, Afrocentric so he's not they don't want that. At, they don't even want that at all. And that's crazy. That's a little too close to Hotep. <laughs> that's Hotep adjacent. They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, a lot of white people ask me, say, how come, you know, you, how come you're not more famous? How come you're not more famous? Because I'm not allowed on CNN. I'm not the right type of black. Somebody asked me, they said, uh, how come you weren't on Ruben Report? And I'm not the right type of black. That's why. You got to be a certain type of black. You got to be like Zuby. You know what I mean? If you ain't shucking and jiving out here like Zuby or, or one of these other coons, then you just not going to get that look. You know, they want a certain type of black. And I'm not that type of, I'm too black. You know, people like Zuby will tell you quick, I ain't black, right? I don't believe in blackness, right? So they like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get him. Come, yeah, come on my show. Yeah, we, we need that rhetoric. That's good to get the conservatives and rally conservatives because they want to hear that. They want to hear I don't see color. Right. But Hotep Jesus coming out now. Nah, I'm pro black motherfucker. And, and and I don't like Black Lives Matter. But don't be talking shit about my peoples either. You know what I mean? They don't like that. That's a little too nuanced for them. And CNN is no different. Yeah, I thought I played it pretty safe, but. I don't think they want any type of conspiracy. If you don't believe the the, uh, if you don't believe the, believe the mainstream theories out there, you got no shot. <laughs> they they they'll check that. They're like, no, no, man. Like, if you like, especially for CNN, if like if you believe like that, it's not like it's not a hundred percent racism. Like we can build ourselves, we can build ourselves out. If you believe that. You got no shot at getting on there, man. Because you know Tariq, they'll have Tariq Nasheed on, but he'll blame everything on the man, and we we can't do nothing until we stop racism, you know. But if we, if you talk about we can let's build Black Wall Street again, let's build for ourselves again, let's make money, let's like build for ourselves, you know, shop in our own communities, shop on our own people. You talk that talk. You ain't getting on TV, man. You're free. Look, I'm going to show you how bad it is. 
I went on an alt-right podcast about two weeks ago. <laughs> I ain't going to say his name because I know he cool. You think they put that shit out? <laughs> <laughs> they said Hotep Jesus didn't give, didn't give us what we wanted. I didn't, I'm not going to give you what you want right. unless it, unless it's, unless it's healthy. If, if I know what, I know what y'all want. If it's healthy, I'll give it to you, but you're not about to bait me out here to come out here and try to talk about the redacted and all this other stuff. You know what I mean? And try they to get, they good for that. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nigga, I ain't got no problem with them. I ain't got no problem. You know, and they, and they try to bait you and have these weird conversations. And don't you think this? And don't you think that? No, I don't. No, I don't. Why don't we talk about something more constructive? But if you ain't that right type of black, no matter where you is, they're going to pigeonhole you, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, like uh, Jeff on the right. I'm going to show you how stupid these people are. Jeff on the right had an interview with some dude. Um, and the dude's like, yo, how come black people won't vote, won't vote Republican? And Jeff on the right is like, if there's no Republican there to vote for, how do they vote Republican? He's like, well, that's stupid. It's just like, God damn, yo, y'all are really retarded, yo. Y'all not even, they're not listening. He just said there's no Republican to vote for. So how do you vote for somebody that's not there, you know? But all these media, that's why I be telling people, yo, divest your attention from these media. They don't care about you. All they want is sound bites and agendas. Sound bites and agendas. And if you ain't going to give them that, you ain't going to get, why I ain't been back on Fox News? Because they can't get the soundbiting agenda from me. And I got to connect. He trying, but they saying no. No Hotep Jesus. He's too woke. He might say something. We, he's, we, we can't predict what he'll say. Yeah. They want them ABL type niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you tearing down my statues of my white massa? ABL ass. ABL, we still need you to debate Hotep Jesus, man. Come on, man. He's scared. I know some of y'all followers of his followers are in here, man. Go, go, go hit up ABL and tell him we need that debate. Um, He's scared. He know. He know better. Phil Hunt, what up, HJ? Got that book a few weeks ago. Started to dominate Twitter. This is my favorite show. Thanks, Hotep. Thank you, Phil Hunt. Um... Juneteenth tomorrow. Companies yep. are uh, are giving out, you know, making it holidays, man. Like they're giving people off and shit like that. They're giving like vacation days and shit like that. Yeah, I spoke Trump to. Trump said he uh, made Juneteenth fam- famous. That's true. <laughs> he did, just like you said in the chat. He did. At least amongst conservatives, he did, right? And, and as soon as he put his thing on that same date, Deshaun's got all upset. What the fuck? First of all, y'all said the man is racist. Juneteenth ain't got nothing to do with Trump. Y'all mad because he having his rally the same day as the Juneteenth. Nobody at his rally was going to celebrate Juneteenth. <laughs> Nobody. Zero. Zilch. It was not going to distract from your little fake ass holiday. Now, I spoke to my sister. My sister was like, yo, what's up with this Juneteenth thing? I was like, yo, it's trash. And we had a nice little conversation today. And, you know, she was like, I don't get it. Like, why are these people like so adamant about this? Here's the thing. 
the white liberal wants to keep you in the mindset that you're a slave. So they'll give you a holiday over some slave thing, you know. Uh, for example, MLK get a holiday, he'll get a street, Black Lives Matter, they paint that on the ground all day. Malcolm X still ain't got a holiday, and Marcus Garvey still ain't got a holiday. Because they don't want you shines getting together and actually building something that actually help the black community. And Juneteenth there was, is a reminder of when the white liberal had his foot up your ass. And he's going to keep reminding you when you get out of line, he's going to put his foot up your ass. And that's why Juneteenth is a holiday. I'm boycotting Juneteenth. I'm going live tomorrow and I'm cussing these shines out. I'm not celebrating that dumbass fucking holiday. We was kings and we was queens. Where's my holiday for, for, for something that's great? Where's the, where's, you know, let's not celebrate the day Black Wall Street was torn down. Let's celebrate the day Black Wall Street was built. We always celebrate in death. Let's celebrate life. Let's give people their flowers before they go. But these shines love being slaves. Yeah. Um, Make me yeah, I, we was in the you know in that in, in the in the chat and when uh, somebody said that and they were like, "Oh, Trump is wilding on that." Um, I'm I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure he brought more light to it than Obama did. <laughs> you know, um, like I, I, now I just say I live in Pennsylvania just to put a, a marker on it, um, to put, to frame it. You know, what I'm saying I ne I never really heard about Juneteenth until like I want to say four or five years ago. You know what I'm saying? It hasn't been something like like I was raised with. And like, no, I, didn't. I, mean, I just heard about it recently. You know what I'm saying? They started, it became a thing recently uh, in, in my world. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, I don't know. It's nothing to get upset about. You know, it's, but you're right. You know, when they, when if they frame everything into a slavery lens, and then, you know, they'll, they'll give you a, a day off. You know, this is another thing about, you know, they're giving us, uh, are giving uh, African Americans and the Akatas the shines fake victories. You know, uh, Aunt Mama is a fake victory. Uncle Ben is a fake victory. J giving the day off for Juneteenth is a fake victory. You know, um, what I think the 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 the, the redacted the Illuminati, the lizard men are doing. They're trying to bait you know um, other folks to get mad that you know, hey. Now they're they're giving all oh, the giving the black a holiday, man. Well, they they're trying to instigate you know racial tension, you know, and I think this is one way they they can do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's a big old game, y'all. Yeah, it, it's you gotta stay woke out here. Um, Kyrie Irving, man. Mm -hmm. You know, we always knew honorary hotep Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? Uh, conspiracy theorist Kyrie Irving. He went super woke this week talking about, well, why, why? He didn't want to fucking play. He didn't want to play. But I thought he wasn't going to play anyway. They, but he's the player. He's I think he's the player representative. Uh, VP, yeah. Yeah. But he was like, this is, this is how, you know, this is how messed up. In a private chat with other players, he talking about, well, we can start our own league. Well, he said that's not true. Oh, well, I think he doubled back on it because, well, it, it, well, do you think he didn't say it or they just they just well, put a story out there to get at Kyrie? Well, I think, well, some, well, here's another theory. Somebody else said he put it out there to see who the snitch was. <laughs> 
Yeah, like he's you know he's telling different things to different people to see who running snitch. You know what I mean? It sounded like something he would say. It sounded like something a hotep would say, but he denied it. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because it seemed like. Well, the story was the reporter had it that it was a group chat, and then somebody told he told that to the group chat, and you know somebody told the reporter that. <laughs> so, and then, but he's getting pressure. You know, Kendrick Perkins. You know, he works for ESPN. He's calling Kyrie selfish and, and whack for even bringing up the idea of not playing and things like that nature. So when the when the wolves, when the media wolves, which is ESPN, when the establishment sends their wolves out, they they hey Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> we need you to talk about Kyrie, man. Go, go ahead, get him. <laughs> Kyrie, go. Yeah, massa. Yeah. <laughs> so he 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 jump on Kyrie. KD and them. KD calls him a coon. Kevin Durant called Kendrick Kendrick Perkins a coon. He out there cooning. My man. See, we gotta give props to KD. KD, all right. He is. But yeah, it looks like Kyrie was shaking the foundations a little bit, man. Yeah, ESPN's upset because they uh they need that revenue, right? Yeah, they right. want sports to come back so they can get these shines to wake up at eight o'clock in the morning and watch highlights again, right? So ESPN's got uh a dog in the race. What has Kendrick Perkins given the game of basketball? Air balls. Nothing. He was a scrub. I can't remember the last time he was even significant to the game of basketball. I can't remember the last time he was significant to ESPN. And he has the nerve while our black men are dying in the streets to center this game over our lives. And and, and it's sad that I see a lot of black people online telling Kyrie the same thing that Laura Ingram told LeBron James. Shut, Shut up, up and drill. <laughs> That's what they doing. They telling Kyrie, shut up and dribble. Now we talked about how important it was to be a part of the movement. Celebrities got to speak out. And all these fucking idiots got to worry about is dribbling that goddamn basketball for the white man, for the goddamn white liberal. That's the first thing they worried about. And LeBron James, well, we can do both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know why you want to do that, LeBron, because because you, 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 you care more about basketball and yourself and them stat padding than anything else. You don't really care. Because if you did, you'd be saying, yo, fuck this league. This is where we make a stand. This is where you can make a statement. This is your chance. Like I always said, like, if the players decided not to play, that would be a huge statement. This is before Black Lives Matter only. I said, yo, we need to just divest from sports. That'll change this whole conversation. But if NFL players said, yo, we not playing, and NBA players said, we not playing, we could literally extort the white liberal establishment just from sports alone because they need that sports revenue for TV because otherwise men ain't turning that TV on for the most part. So we could have extorted him. But these shines ain't built like Muhammad Ali. They not built like Muhammad Ali. The, the, these, these shines are soft. And here's an opportunity to stand up and say, yo, we're not going to play the game. We're not gonna play y'all game, and, and the first thing we want to do is yes, master. I'm, I'm gonna go attack Kyrie for you. <laughs> yes, master. You want me to dribble the basketball? Okay, master. And it's just like it's as simple as saying, "Yo, we're not gonna play until next season." That's it. Let's agree on it. Done. 
Black Lives Matter, right? I guess black lives don't matter. And that's what I told Scott Adams. Black Lives Matter isn't for white people. It's a call to other black people because we don't know if our lives matter. And we're seeing it right now with the NBA that black lives don't matter to black people. They don't. You know, I will say this, you know, um, ESPN has a contract, NBA, NBA contract, ESPN, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> if you don't believe they ain't going to a character assassinate somebody to get that train back, back rolling again, you know, uh, we might be just thinking this is lucky enough. You know, I mean, this is they're taking it easy on uh, Kyrie or with this. Um, it could get a lot worse. Um, you know, pray for Kyrie, you know, I mean, protect Kyrie at all costs. Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when, when big money is involved, man, you got to, you know, that's, that's, I mean, Kendrick is their first, is their, is kind of like the warning, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to sit Kendrick on you and, and, and see if you, you shake you up, you change your story a little bit. Um, but, um, you know, these, these, these people will protect their assets, man, and they'll attack, they'll protect it viciously. But I commend Kyrie for at least thinking outside the box. You know what I'm saying? I I love Kyrie for standing up and saying, um, you know, he will give it all up. Kendrick Perkins is like, well, just go ahead and give it up. (laughs) Wait, wait. That's easy for Kendrick Perkins to say because ain't nobody ever bought a Kendrick Perkins jersey. So it's easy for you to say because you ain't never broke no records. You are not important to the sport of basketball. Kyrie, however, is a superstar and an all-star and very important to the sport of basketball. So he has way more to lose as far as basketball is concerned than you do, Kendrick Perkins. And he's saying, if I had to. Now, I don't think he should have to give up his job in the NBA for the black community. What I think is you shines need to get with him and back him up so he's not the only one sitting out in the cold. Y'all some old Jackie Robinson ass niggas. Y'all some old integrationist ass niggas. And you dis- you you fucking disgust me. Let me be quiet because I'm, a, I'm about to go into one of them Ali Shakur rants. I could feel my blood pressure building up. Andre Brown, I think, uh, thanks for the donation. I think Juneteenth is the genesis of stereotype of black people being late because they was two years late for emancipation. <laughs> I swear, man. I might, I might copy that and, and post that on Twitter. Somebody post that on Twitter and, and see if it goes viral or something. Who jacking that? <laughs> Yo, I be jacking a lot of shit, man, on Twitter, man. <laughs> on YouTube. I'm like, somebody say something in the chat while I'm streaming. I'm like, oh, I'm jacking this, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah, um, y'all donated that. <laughs> uh, Brandon Cooster, I feel you. My friends was mad that Trump's rally was supposed to be on Friday. I was like, y'all niggas just found about about Juneteenth. Shut up. <laughs> These shines will celebrate Juneteenth, but they won't celebrate Kwanzaa. I don't want to hear nothing from them. Um. Dave Chappelle came out and, and, and got on Candace Owens' ass. Woo! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I put on Twitter, Candace Owens is the only black woman that can be criticized, but her and uh, B. Simone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, real talk. Um, It wasn't much common. No. 
he has something to get off his chest. I think that's why he didn't do like a big crowd either, because he knew it wasn't going to be a huge comedy thing. You know, so he was like, I'm just going to do this quick, you know, social distancing thing. It's going to be a small crowd. It's going to go straight to YouTube, you know, no like big Netflix thing, because I think he just, you know, he, he wanted to get something off his chest. But man, his words for Candace Owens. Woo! And that's why I be telling, you know, white conservatives, they'd be like, oh, yeah, Candace Owens helping us. He's helping the black vote. No, she's not. When Dave Chappelle got to come down on you like that. You know you're not helping the cause. You're not getting no more Trump voters. You are turning people away from Trump when they see your black ass on that screen. So I'm proud of Dave Chappelle and everything he had to say, man. And people saying he half admitted he smashed Azalea Banks, man. He did half admit it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if he was joking or not, but... He handled that shit so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, hold on. Um, Taco Bell, man. Is Taco Bell in trouble, man? They what fired time? a guy for wearing a... Uh, oh, yeah. Now, most... Like, when I was in the, in the Air Force, you couldn't do it. We couldn't wear anything political. And most jobs, you can't be political at your job. You know what I'm saying? You really can't wear anything or... Or, you know, while you're working, have a political statement. Now, I don't know if, well, some people are saying that Black Lives Matter has become a political force or a political statement because, you know, how they're trying to change, you know, defund the police and they're, they're involved with laws and stuff like that now. Um, now, they fired a guy because he, he just had a, a mass uh, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter mass. Are they in trouble? Yes, they are in trouble. Um, <laughs> they're definitely in trouble. Uh, very bad optics. The optics on this thing is uh, quite detrimental. Uh, so let me just first say how Taco Bell can clean us up. We need to go hide his brother and give him an office job. Put him in a commercial real fucking fast. Get that nigga some representation. Um, you know, I uh, I'm not... I don't like his the area he lives in. I I don't know what area he lives in. You know, if he's in Confederate country, maybe the manager did do the right thing, right? <laughs> right. You know, because you know she might be worried about the safety of the you know and and you know the business and you know some counter protesting, um, but. I also don't think he should have been wearing a Black Lives Matter mask to work. I personally don't think he should. And that has nothing to do with how I feel about Black Lives Matter. But at work ain't the place to be making your political stance. You know, you do that on your own time. Um, And I think he did it on purpose, you know, trying to make a statement. Oh, they won't let me wear my mask to work, you know, Black Lives Matter. Um, And then the other side of me was like, you should be able to, you know, like, you're saying somebody is mandatory to be COVID compliant, right? Right. Now, if you're not going to supply people masks and they come with their own masks, like Taco Bell should have issued Taco Bell masks and said, here's a uniform. They didn't do that. So you got to deal with whatever mask brother put on. You know? So I think there's a lot of gray areas, a lot of things that we could argue. I could argue for either side. I'm an attorney. I could argue for... Not an attorney, literally. I'm just naturally like like to argue. 
clarify. Um, but I could argue both sides of it. But Taco Bell, the corporation, oh, they got some cleaning up to do. Yeah, they definitely do the way things are going these days. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, it used to be uh, Sharpton, but now it's going to be Sean, Ray, Sean King and, and D-Ray going to be knocking on the door. Hey, 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 give, give me them shekels. <laughs> you know what I mean? Taco Bell, you got you to come up off something. or I'm going to send the goons at your, at your, <laughs> to, to your, uh, your corporation headquarters. Activist extortion. Yeah, that's it's, it's it's the same old game. Um, hold on, I thought there was a uh, was there another no? Um, uh, Nakia Crawford, uh, real quick. Um, you know, a week a couple of days ago, they was, uh, her death was you know shot. You know, they put out their APB by white male. You know, everybody gets on on it. Uh, LeBron James. Gabrielle Union, you know, this is, you know, a black woman, you know, this this plays along with, you know, you're not protecting us and stuff like that. I come out to find out today they, they arrested three people and they all look like us. Um, he was they wasn't white, you know, African-Americans. Um, they ended up uh, like I ADOS? think. No, go ahead. They were ADOS. Yeah. OK. Um, now, I think the story was the, the guy was. Somebody was driving, and they did, like it was mistaken identity. He, I guess, he wanted to shoot somebody else, and they looked like uh, Nakia. But uh, the person oh, driving yeah. said, "I didn't even know he he would do was going to do something like that." So it, it might not it might be only to follow the one person. But um, I don't know. It's just you know this is why I don't um, I don't know. You know, it's 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 a shame that we always got to when when they when they when it when the all the attention, you know, when it, when it when they point was pointing a finger at the white man, it did. They thought the white man did it. You know, oh, my God, we need justice and stuff like that. You know, but, you know, time and time again, you know, what I'm saying it, it, your life is worth more as an African-American. You get killed by uh, somebody white or police. Uh, but now. It was a mistaken identity. Some shines did it. And now the story's going to fall by the wayside. It happens time and time again. You know, um, I think, you know, this, like you said, you know, Black Lives Matter, do, do Black Lives Matter to us? You know, that's, that's the, I think, what we have to answer. You know, I mean, like, you know, I, you, you know me, I'm big on, like, we have to solve these things ourselves. And one of the things we have to solve ourselves is our culture and how we view each other. You know, um, and too much of it is wrapped up until how white folks view us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I don't give a damn, man. Like, they're not even, like, if, if you want to put it, like, bluntly, they're not even leading the league in America anymore. You know, the Asians have come and take over. You know, a lot of these immigrants come over, take over. Even some African immigrants come over and, 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 and shitting on everybody. You know, I don't think we, that's the bar we should be comparing ourselves to. But we have to look in the mirror and, and, this is the, some of the stuff that has to stop. This has to stop immediately, you know, and this is something I think we can control. Um, but uh, rest in peace to Nakia Crawford, and uh, I hope your death doesn't go in vain. So we took care of George Floyd, and we sent plenty of money to George Floyd's family, and uh, we sent plenty of money to Amar Arbery's family. But 
Looks like Nikita might be on her family might be on their own because some shots killed him. Yeah, there's there's no celebrity outcry. There's no GoFundMe. Are the millions still going? Where they at? And that's the problem, man. Black lives matter, but do they matter to us? And that's what Common said. That's what Common said on this song. Yeah, black lives matter, but do they matter to us? Now, he won't say that on Twitter. He won't say that in the interview. But he'll slide that shit in a rap song. And he's so right. Do they matter to us? And that's what's the big thing. You know, that's why I don't really get on people when they deflect to black on black crime. The only reason why I get on conservatives when they deflect to black on black crime is because that's the only time they talk about it. Right. The only time they talk about it is when, you know, uh, when somebody's killed by a white person and they're like, well, what about black on black crime? It's like I stop with the what about ism. Right. You wasn't going to march for us. You wasn't going to help black on black crime. You wasn't going to invest in black business. So shut up. Don't talk about black black problems if you ain't going to provide solutions for black people. So, I, you know, but Hotep's, we always talk about black on black crime. I don't talk about it no more because I'm I've I've washed my hands with the black community. I, I no longer <laughs> I have y'all on your own. Y'all going to do what y'all going to do when y'all need help. I'll be here. I know how to rescue the black community. And it's what we're doing right now. This Hotep nation, this nation building so we're going to build the nation and when y'all shines want to be a part of it we'll be here but in the meantime i've washed my hands with y'all because y'all are just wholly retarded aztec mecca um the meat and dog food is better than the meat and taco bell if it needs if it's even meat at all screw taco bell thanks for a donation drew said yeah. what up drew my 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 homie sister um used to work at Taco Bell. She said, "Don't eat the meat." <laughs> that stuff gave me shits a few times. I haven't gone back since. Uh, Drew Sample, late to the party. Great pod with Thad this week. Hotep Jesus, appreciate you. Excellent. Aaron Phillips, thanks for ten dollar donation. Uh, Drew Sample, if Ben Crump isn't around, those families cannot get paid because him and his mentor Reverend Al cannot get his race hustle money on. Yeah, Crump Crump was one of the guys that was going on about Nakia Crawford, but you know, you know, it was done by some white folks, you know, and, and the retraction never comes after we find out what happened. Actually, happened, but that's neither here nor there. Well, that's it. We got uh, you got anything else? Um, Hotel Contig is coming soon. Um. Support us on Patreon. Join us in the chat to get advanced tickets um, to HotepCon, um, Vegas. Shout out to Brody making that happen. Um, I feel like I had an announcement. Oh, tomorrow, Eric July. I'll have Eric July on at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my channel. I'll be interviewing Eric July, the libertarian. It's going to be an amazing conversation, so make sure you all tune in for that. And um, I'll speak into the anarchist Adam Kokesh tomorrow, I think 2 p.m. or something like that. Um, not sure if that's going to be live, but yeah, that's my schedule for tomorrow. And you're on uh, uh, Uncle Hotep Factor Sunday? No, I'm going to be I'm gonna be at the beach, man. I'm probably not going to do it this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on vacation, damn it. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, oh, yeah, so- yeah. It's Father's Day Sunday, man. It's Father's Day Sunday? Yeah. Damn, I forgot it was Father's Day. See, they, we, we forget about ourselves sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, two years in the books, man. That's it. That's it. Appreciate y'all. I love y'all. See you next week, bro. All right, man. New episodes every Thursday night. Hotep's been told you.